I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey everyone, I hope your week has gotten off to a great start so far. Um, Some more details have come out on the topic of the Colorado shooting. Um, I'm sorry we weren't able to get you guys a ton of details yesterday, but as I said, um, the story had just broken and so we got you what we could at the time. We have a little bit more detail to go over with you guys today though, so we're going to jump right into that story. So by now you guys may have more details on the situation, but the shooting in Colorado that we briefly covered yesterday did end up with 10 people dead, including one police officer. The suspect was apprehended on the scene. His name is Ahmed Al-Aliwi Alisa, and he was only 21 years old. He himself was wounded in a shootout with the police, I believe in the leg, but he was ultimately taken into custody and charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder. So what exactly happened? Well, again, it's still early, but from what we understand from eyewitnesses is that this young man walked into the grocery store and open-fired with an AR-15 type of assault weapon. Staff helped some of the customers out the employee stock area's loading dock to safety. Eric Talley, the police officer who was killed, was a 51-year-old dad to seven children. Biden weighed in on the tragedy, saying, quote, Jill and I are devastated and just can't imagine how the families of the victims are feeling who now have to struggle to try and go on and make sense of what happened. While we are still waiting on more information about the shooter, his motive, the weapons he used, the guns, and magazines, the weapons, and the modification that apparently took place and is involved here, I don't need to wait another minute let alone an hour, to take common sense steps that will save the lives of the future and urge my colleagues in the House and the Senate to act, end quote. He went on to plead Congress to at least consider banning assault weapons 
as was U.S. policy for many, many years. And the lack of this ban may be what enabled this shooter to kill so many innocent people all at once. We are brokenhearted about this story, and our hearts go out to every person on that list of people who died and everyone who meant something to those people as well. So for our next story, National Guardsmen are held at gunpoint while transporting coronavirus vaccines. Okay, so there is this crazy situation in Texas on Monday where a man named Larry Harris, age 66, reportedly held National Guard soldiers at gunpoint as they were transporting vaccines. He actually also tried to run them off the highway a couple times as well in his truck, according to the Idaloo, Texas police chief. He eventually cornered the uniformed guardsmen and ordered them out of their vehicle at gunpoint and attempted to search it. But the incident was a little anticlimactic, thank goodness, because the police were called and they easily apprehended Larry Harris and the vaccines made it to the destination safe and sound. It appears that mental illness likely played a role in this situation, but the Department of Homeland Security got involved as well just to make sure that this is handled properly and that this man was acting alone. So for our next story, Prince Harry gets a job. So when have we ever heard of a prince getting a day job? Well, now might be the first time, but it sounds like that's exactly what's happened. Prince Harry has announced that he will become the first chief impact officer for a company called Better Up Inc. in San Francisco. This group is a startup that conducts employee coaching and mental health assistance. Prince Harry has spoken frankly about his years-long struggle with grief following the sudden loss of his mother. It happened, remember, when he was only 12 years old and was extremely public. BetterUp founded a mobile app that connects people with coaching, counseling, and membership. And thus, Harry's continuing his fight to break the stigma surrounding mental health. Over 300 businesses are already using the app, including major ones like Chevron, WarnerMedia by ATT, and Snap. But his joining this group will certainly raise their public profile through the roof. Harry revealed that he himself has actually been working with a better up counselor on his own mental health journey and has loved the experience. He said, quote, I firmly believe that focusing on prioritizing our mental fitness unlocks potential and opportunity that we never knew we had inside us. And I was matched with a truly awesome coach who has given me sound advice and a fresh perspective, end quote. 
pretty cool assignment for him and a great cause. Congrats, Harry. You're hired. For our next story, we're covering the Scream Guy. Okay, today we have an obituary to go over, but it's not likely to be someone you've heard of before. This man, by the name of Charles Hill, was someone who had a big impact on art history. But as a detective, or a rescuer of art, if you will, his detective work led him to find, after it had been stolen, the famous piece called The Scream by Edward Munch, and he completed this work in 1893, and it's globally considered a masterpiece. Charles Hill was referred to in the New York Times as a, quote, art cop, unquote. What a crazy career path. I mean, can you imagine at a backyard barbecue? Oh, what do you do for work? Oh, I'm just an art cop. What? (laughs) How cool is that? But the author, Edward Dolnick, put it, quote, He had a grand taste for old masters, but loved to tell stories of chasing a mugger around the corner, end quote. Edward wrote a book chronicling the rescue of the scream, so he came to know Charles Hill pretty well. Mr. Hill died last month in London at the age of 73, His father, ironically, though, was from Oklahoma originally, which pretty much brings us full circle. I just wanted to say thank you to Charles, this legend, for his dedication and accomplishments in protecting the world's art history. As he once put it, quote, I've held a Goya, a Munch, and a Vermeer in my hands, and I personally helped to recover them. There's nothing else I want to do, end quote. I couldn't blame you one bit, Charles. What an incredible life. Before we go for today, I wanted to provide you guys with a quick update on the AstraZeneca story from yesterday. Okay, so right after the results from the AstraZeneca studies were released, which we covered in yesterday's podcast episode, federal health officials announced that they believed that some of the data in the studies was either out of date, incomplete, or even cherry-picked in order to make the medicine look better than it really is. And this is not a good look on top of the blood clot issues that we had seen in Europe and went through yesterday in yesterday's episode. But on the other hand, Anthony Fauci says that he really feels that the vaccine is a good one, as did the the World Health Organization, as we discussed yesterday, and that a lot of these situations are being distorted or blown out of proportion, and ultimately people will be hurt by not getting the vaccine as soon as they could because of these PR setbacks 
So I just wanted to make you guys aware of that because it's an unfolding story. And should the AstraZeneca vaccine come onto the market, I want you guys to have all the facts before you consider getting it. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, believe you can and you're halfway there. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh.